0: Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey, this is me, Todd Novak. We are super happy that you are listening to us. We're happy that we're listening to us, too, because this is fun. Uh, This is the Guitar Knobs podcast. Welcome, one and all. If you've been listening for a long time, we welcome you back. If this is your first time listening... We welcome you Aboard. now. Aboard. Yes. <laughs> Tony, what do we do on this podcast? Well, we like to talk to Jared mostly. That's right.
1: When he's here. Right. But. Yeah. We've been busy. Aside from that, he's a good boy.
0: Yeah. He's a, Thank um,
1: you. <laughs> we like to talk to, we, we talk about gear. Yep. We like to talk about. Unto the people that build, build this gear. Yes,
0: boutique and builders. Boutique
1: builders of, of guitars gear. and amps and pedals oh and my. pickups and pick guards and the occasional uh, 101.
2: superstar.
0: Superstar. And the 101 and stuff. The
2: 101 and the 101 stuff. 101
0: stuff. So you know how to do things. Yep, that's right. So that's what we do. Yep, and we have somebody on the line, very special, a returning very specialite. Who are you? Wooly! <laughs> Wooly! Wooly from Champion Leckie.
3: All right, for a second, I thought I was just listening to an episode. <laughs> I was like, who's going to be on this week? Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, you are. You yeah. are. <laughs> I'm suddenly
3: very nervous. <laughs> it's
1: like one of those dreams you have where you show up and you haven't studied for the test and all you have on are your underwear. Yes.
2: <laughs> but nobody yes. noticed that. That's all you have on. Yes.
0: The scarier version of is it. If I have Tony's underwear on, <laughs> it was <laughs> really, <laughs> okay, boy, oh boy, are we going to have fun tonight? We had Wooly on a long time ago, several, several times ago. Yeah, and just a while back. man, people responded so well to you. We were just like, well, okay, well, we got to do this again. So here you are. Uh, we've been talking, of course, in between then piling yeah. up and had some, uh, some happy, happy fun times in, uh, in Akron at a show mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. we sure wish you lived closer to us, Yeah, but oh, well, but I guess that's good for all your pals in Philly cause they would really miss you if, if they were gone. So. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow. enough um, <laughs> about you. Let's talk about us. <laughs> Guys, we have, uh, like I said, we've got a fantastic show. We're going to find out all about uh, what champion Leckie has been doing in, uh, since we interviewed him the first time. We need to say a big fat thank you to Road Microphones out of, out of Australia. <laughs> ah, good day. Uh, they're good pals to us, and they've provided us with the Roadcaster Pro, awesome m- recording machine. Oh, yeah. for our podcast, oh, yes, we I love, love it. this thing. And uh, the R- and the Procaster mics. Which we've been broadcasting our silky voices for some right. years You're now. at Smooth Jazz. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, How about them articulating arms? Their articulating arms are pretty fancy. Oh, so yeah. big thanks to Rode. And hopefully we get to hang out with those guys at some point. I would love that.
1: You know, and I, I'll make a, just a quick statement here. Yes. at From the NAMM show, Yes. everybody that had one of their fancy cameras and stuff that yep. had a microphone attached oh, yeah. to it,
0: all road. It was road huge all enemy, day. AV AV, AV. <laughs> they are. Yes. Yeah, so road was the extra, best. Extra hats off to road. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, we also have, um, I've got a little letter to read. How big is this letter? It's a little one. This is a little it's tiny. a little one. It showed up on Instagram. Wow. So I just wanted to share it. It says, um, Hey, Knobs, awesome podcast. I started building pedals about a year ago and found your show soon after. Thanks so much for doing it. You and the interviews you do never fail to inspire me to stay up till the wee hours soldering away (laughs) (laughs) on my next project. (laughs) I also have a suggestion, too. There's a UK company called Boo Instruments who I'd love to hear interviewed on the podcast, if at all possible. Well, we'll look into that. Yeah. Yeah. That was from Jim Ladlad look-alike. Oh, I thought that was from Wooly. No,
3: <laughs>
0: no, that was uh, he's over in the, in the UK, I believe, in Bristol. If I'm not Ooh. mistaken. Ooh. And, Can I just say
3: yes? Excellent pronunciation of the word solder there. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> I said, uh, they said it first. So. There it is. Uh,
0: yeah, we love letters like that. So thank you, Jim Lad Lad Lookalike, <laughs> yep. for that. And especially especially good on an aluminium chassis. <clears throat> yes, that's right. No, they're wrong on that one. <laughs> that's right. Uh, let's see here. Okay, we've got a four on the floor to share from one of our lovely patrons. Jonathan Drusick, he's been supporting us for a long time. Yes. We've, we've had a lot of great exchanges with him, and he's a great dude making uh, making his stuff work out there.
1: I recognize his name from my favorite segment of the show. Oh, yeah. Indeed.
0: Would you rather? That's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, here we go. He says, okay, this is hard. First is the Exotic effects EP Boost. Ah. I have one. Tony has uh, one. I mean, if you don't have saying. one, you need to get one. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really good. You need your head examined yes. if you don't have one. They're he good. says, I love how it pushes the amp and fatness, not only the amp, but other pedals. It's been a mainstay. Excellent. Uh, well, second is a fuzz. Earthquaker Devices Black Ash, which is a tone bender style fuzz. Uh, I love a lot of fuzz pedals. Pezzles. Pezzles. I have four to five on my board, but my main fuzz is the black ash. It has a thick mid-range, but still enough top end to not sound woolly. Sorry, woolly. Sorry, woolly. And still cut through the mix. It goes from 70s fat overdrive all the way to gritty fat doom style fuzz. The third is the Earthquaker Devices Dispatch Master Delay and Reverb. I'm a mm-hmm. huge echo, reverb, delay fan, and if I set it right, it's warm, but it cuts through. Great for darker amps.
1: That's and an you'd interesting... probably put the fuzz before that.
0: Yeah, that pedal, I would mm-hmm. say, right or after. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. Drive it a little. Uh, fourth is the Electro Foods Unlimited pedals. Hey, we just had them on. Yeah. Uh, the Nepenthes. Nep- Nep- Nepenthes. Nepenthes. Thanks. Uh, I know they're your buddies. The Nepenthes. <laughs> uh, it's an awesome op amp distortion. I use it for thick blues and doom. <laughs> who, who knew? Um, it was. En- it has enough of a mid range to cut, but it doesn't get over the top. Super versatile exclamation point thank you jonathan Jerusic. check him out on his youtube channel named jonathan Jerusic. he does uh, guitar stuff too cool. so so with that so blues and doom would that be bloom bloom <laughs> yeah i guess That's so. Not- or dues you're paying your dues you're paying your dues yeah. all right that was all silly and ridiculous so hey everybody what's going on now that you're back from nam tell us a little bit about nam what in blazes are you talking about Okay, I know what you're thinking. Man, NAM was like forever ago, man. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But here's the thing we recorded a lot of people in a short amount of time, and I've been slammed, backlogged with things. So I know this is coming out a little bit late. Please forgive me. Hope you enjoy it. We're going to let Tony and Jared tell you about their experience at NAM. I'm pretty sure this is the last time. Until next, NAM. <laughs> so we'll make this. What's been going on in your week at Nam? Part, well, <laughs> yeah, for you guys, Tony, go ahead.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. So, uh, what's been going on at Nam? So we, uh, Jared and I, just spent about almost the last week at uh, in Nashville at the Summer Nam Show. Jared had a fantastic booth. Thank
0: you. That was really outstanding. Looked, I mean, I, I only saw the pictures, but I was really, really
1: impressed. It was. It was very good. But you know what was really cool is. And, and, and I, I guess I should be used to it by now. But all these people that say, "Hey, we listen to the podcast," we oh yeah, and, yeah. All, and a lot of the guests that we had uh, on uh, were uh, were we're all stopping by, or if we'd go to a booth and you know uh, see some folks, we had a chance to go out at night with a couple of our friends, uh, uh, Brian Nutter. Oh yeah. That oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Brian was for a lot he's of he's such a good dude. Yeah. and we had uh, we just had a great time. Ate a lot of barbecue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twice. Um, saw some pretty cool things. Saw some things that probably shouldn't have been done. Oh yeah. <laughs> our, our, our buddy uh, Zach was the harp guy there again. The harp guy was missing in action. Oh, man. At least I didn't see him. But uh, Zach from Mythos uh, Pedals was at our uh, at our booth. He right. had a little pedal board and he was a lamb. Us. Yeah. And uh, you know, as as he would say. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you you should. Uh, Yep.
0: I fully agree with that.
1: So that's how I've, I've, I've now I'm going to live my life
0: using those words of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. Uh, a a particular highlight, Tony trying to think. Um,
1: I mean, there were some really cool things. I I was stopped by the Gretsch booth and uh, Fred and his wife, Dinah were signing, uh, photographs and things. And uh, I mean, I'd, I'd met Fred Gretsch before, but it was really cool. And he's That's... he's really pushed. I think what's really cool is I've noticed over the last couple of years, he's really been featuring his wife, who I think is pretty involved with a company now. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, he's. Uh, I think he's. You know, I think it's great that you know, we have more women involved in uh, in companies like that, and even smaller companies and builders and things like that. So. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a step in the right direction.
0: Mm-hmm. Good.
1: Excellent.
3: Well said. Wooly, how about you? Um, well, I wasn't at NAM. Yeah. Um, no. I did see something that did kind of maybe go, oh, should they have bothered with that? Which was, uh, I don't know who it was, but they put like several pickups on one bobbin. And you yeah. just spun the pickups round, and I was kind of going, "Oh, let's see." There, there were two ver- there were
1: two versions of that. So one of mm-hmm. them was on like a turntable, mm-hmm. and I think they had four pickups on it. And then there was another one that was like a cylinder that had three pickups. Yeah, yeah, um, it was cool. all over Again, Instagram constantly. Just because yeah. you can do something, yeah. doesn't mean you should.
0: But yeah, <laughs>
1: but everybody comment about it. <laughs> well, you know, it's cool because I mean, even at our booth, uh, we had a display board of uh, the screen top pickups. Yes, mm-hmm. and a lot of people really dug those. I mean, they were they were talking about it and, and got a lot of information. So uh, you know, that's uh, that just. FYI the screen tops are, are a project that Jared and I are working on and uh, website up soon. Yes, website up soon hopefully very Not, soon. And uh, yeah, they're just uh, uh, it's, it's kind of a cool look. Um, we've had a couple of guitar companies we were interested in yeah. and, and uh, maybe using them in some I got one models. in my guitar. I've they got, drew
2: people into the booth.
1: They're, yeah. they're very catchy. And I think what happens at a lot of the trade shows is people are looking for something new or different or whatever. Right. Uh, not that these are, you know, they've been done before, but we think we have a wider offering. Yes. And certainly better
2: sounding.
0: Yeah. They're, they are mighty good sounding.
2: Ours are different than others. Yeah. yeah. They're slightly different. They have a, a different cool hue
0: to them. Yes, <laughs> a huge. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Wooly, was that uh, was that pretty much it? You just saw that thing? No.
3: Um, well, yeah, we went for Nam because I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, everyone's busy with Nam. Yeah. Uh, so I just got on and built. But you remember last time when you were like, oh, so how is your week being in rock and roll? And I was like, oh, I just bought a bass guitar.
0: Yes. on oh, a guitar
3: show And I was like, uh, uh-huh. well, this time, can you guess what I bought?
0: Um, a, bass? a zither, <laughs>
3: electronic drum kit. Oh, God. so like, oh, no. so, like next time, that. that's awesome. Next time, you'll be like, Hey, so what are you doing? I'll be like, I'm into sculpture or something. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I actually, when I was a kid, I started on drums when I was about 11 or so, and then I moved on to guitar about 14. Uh, in my first like proper band, which was in the UK, I was playing drums and then after that because you know i was in in china and and playing now and back on the guitar and i just kind of missed it and um the friend was like oh i'm thinking about like trying drums and i was like you know what i should totally do that uh so i've got my uh, drum kit in the basement oh yeah also recently uh me and the wife just bought a house in south philly so all right we moved in in uh, uh, april and then there's just been like Oh, the uh, water's coming in through the ceiling when it rains, so we'll have to get that fixed. Oh, oh it's all nub and tube uh, and ungrounded outlets, so we'll have to get that fixed.
0: Uh, uh, so, well, yeah, you, the, can, you can fix both of those uh, with ramen and glue. Or, Yeah.
2: You got to get that Lecky up to snuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, cool. that's non champion Lecky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jared, how about yourself?
2: Yeah, you know, Nam. Um, if it weren't for Tony and my friend Pat Murray with Coop Guitars, and, uh, and of course Zach, Zach Royals yeah, with Zach Mythos, great. it wouldn't have been near as a good as experience as it was. Mm-hmm. So first of all, thank to those guys, and thank to you as well for the the, the helping me design the uh, banners. You bet. Um, yeah, those look good, and the really shirts. So people loved all that stuff too. So yeah, you bet. I had a piece of my good friends with me. To help me throughout this whole thing even though you weren't there and a lot of people did ask where you were man so um why well, was know, here yeah i know man <laughs> family's more important than them you, yeah. know you, gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do
1: yeah. but next yeah, exactly. time if you can't make it I'm, we're definitely getting the life size cut out yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a, it was a great
2: time uh so I, I we saw a lot of fans of the podcast and uh, i made some really good connections great um i saw another there was a it's really funny. There was a, a pickup builder right behind me, Benson. And I went over to introduce myself. Really nice guy. And uh, his voice really reminded me of uh, Johnny uh, Balmer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it, it, it's really cool. So, you know, we got along, we talked a little bit, whatever. And, and I said, Yeah, I'm right behind you. And I moved the curtain, and my winder was sitting right there. So mm. that was kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, that was a really cool feature, too. I mean, I, I was a little skeptical
1: at first about bringing a winder. Oh, it drew but that, people that in, That drew man. People, more people in because, you know, the, the things bait.
0: were spinning. and. Well, now uh, watch. So you're going to see more of those. Well,
1: I think next time, what I told Jared, because everybody <laughs> was asking, are you going to wind pickups? Or are you going to wind pickups? So I think, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna convince them to maybe have on a smaller a, scale yeah, a, will, pick up yeah. winding demonstration yeah, at yeah. noon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, a smaller each scale, day. sure. I think we should do that. I but agree. At the end
2: of NAM, the uh, winter NAM. Uh, all <laughs> the uh, the Benson people were trying to take a picture, <laughs> and at the same time, I was taking my banner off. Yeah, but I had no idea because I was on the other side of the curtain. Mm-hmm. So apparently from the time that they took the picture and the time I was taking the banner off, I had crinkled their banner. Oh boy. It was more so than it, crinkled. It was, yeah, it it was, was like folded. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they were like, what is going on? He, he came over and said, you sabotaged their picture. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. But it was, it was really cool. funny. And it, it just happens to be another pickup company that made, that made it really funny. Yeah. But, uh, Did you have a highlight? You know my highlight, uh, to be honest, and I hate this I, mean, I, I don't know. Probably Gibson, just Gibson and Fender being there. I know they're the bigger companies, and and we're all about the smaller. But I grew up on Gibson and Fender, mostly yeah. Gibson.
1: Gibson must have had three hundred guitars. And there. because yeah, I mean it was it was impressive. They're what right was there. The
0: overall, sort of. Um, the Atmosphere,
1: yeah, around that, I think everything was fine. It, it was we, we very saw, positive. Uh, what's his name, Mark? Uh, Meg yeah. He was yeah. he was floating around a little yeah. bit,
2: taking pictures with everybody, and being that's cool. good,
1: man. So,
0: he's taking such a shellacking, yeah. And, yeah. And he was it's hard because he like everybody loved him, yeah. But from Norm's stuff, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's how got the, you know, he got that's pretty much how he got that he job. He was the
2: same Mark when he was there, people yeah. were getting selfies with him, and and I mean, for better or for worse, he's. More famous now than he was before, yeah. and, and we almost uh, got an elevator ride with JC, the new, yeah. the new CEO. Yeah, the CEO. yeah, I mean they were all <laughs> over the place. It was great seeing. Also, we had some um, uh, reps reps from Seymour Duncan and Fender come to my booth and yeah. introduce themselves and cease and desists. And <laughs> no, none of that. None of that. They were actually the two Fender folks. uh They were winders. Yeah, they worked in the wi- and yeah. So, I mean that that felt really good to have them come by the booth and talk shop with them.
1: But, you, know, awesome. I, you know, I'm going to go back and say the coolest thing, cause I hadn't been a, a vendor before. Yeah. I t- attended a lot of shows, but Wednesday, when we were there setting up, it was it was a really cool atmosphere. It just must have yeah. been electric. Oh, because it, every it's like a bunch of worker bees, and you know people are putting their things up. And, right, and
0: kind of like when you go when we go to the shows and we're setting up, it's like yeah, oh, this, yeah. Is good, this is fun. Yeah.
1: It, it, it was really cool. So I'm 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 glad Jared uh, did that, and I'm glad I was
0: able to help. Uh, Hi, man. All How right. about you, Todd? What's going on? Well, my folks were visiting this week, so I couldn't really. I I didn't have the heart to like just, you know, make the house shake like I normally do. Uh, and I but I had a show coming up, so I did have to practice a little bit. Um when we had the show, so it, it it was sweltering in Ohio over the oh, past man. weekend. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we missed yeah, it. It was think,
2: cooler down south yeah, than it was, it was, it was up up here. It was
0: actually cooler. We went in down Nashville.
1: to Nashville to cool down, baby. Not I to mean, say that it was cold by any stretch.
0: <laughs> I was pouring sweat. On stage and uh, you know I, the problem with that is my hand my left hand it, it it was like if you took a running start and you're like running down the basketball court and you got a little bit of sweat on you <laughs> and then you try to make it like a slip inside and you, go <laughs> you know that's that's what it would was like and my soul. I I unpacked my guitars after the show the next day and they're just covered uh. in goo, and th- so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, this is this was problematic because it was like I was it was like breaking like uh like a like a break you know it was like stop you know so I was I was stutter stuttering down the down the the neck on occasion yeah and it was messing with my head a little bit so instantly i got back and i thought i wonder if i need to do this so my telecaster i took down the finish to where it was it's more of a satin i didn't take it down to the wood or anything Mm -hmm. i took it down to satin it's just slick right i mean even when it gets wet um with the guitars that i have right now they're lacquered necks Mm. they're painted lacquered necks um and so i'm sitting there going do i need to take these down You know, just so that they have maximum playability. Um, So I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, and I kept wiping them down and everything, and it just, that almost made it, that might have made it worse. I'm not really sure. There's nothing wrong with, I mean, there's a lot
1: of guitar companies that actually do, I mean, they keep the headstock and everything gloss and close to the body, but that whole playing area, it's uh, either satin or you can hit it with a little bit of... uh, Tongue oil, right? Micro mesh or anything that, you know, basically you're going to doll out the finish. Yeah. Yeah, and that that that's you know you, you can put you know just a couple of pieces of masking tape yeah. where you want it to start
2: and stop and then just go in between. You know, p- professionals they just go through lacquer anyway. Yeah, you know they do. So it's it's eventually just down to. The, I had a Les Paul like
0: that I bought. Yeah, yeah. Know, just down to the wood, man. Well, I'm considering that. Um, well, just have Chase do it. Yeah. Well, I got some. I have some trade or with Sean him, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both of them. Sean does that on some of his guitars yep. too. Yep. Yep. Anyways, it's it, it's that's kind of like once you do that, it's like, well, you did it. Now you can always shoot lacquer over it yeah. if you want. I know. Anyways, see, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, they're player guitars. I don't have anything that's worth collectability. You know, especially after I get done with it. So, oh yeah, especially with all that goo. Yes. Anyways, so that was a that was a fun time. We had a cool. good show, and you got a show coming out. up this we, week, don't we, you? We've we got a couple of really, know, really shoot. and we changed our name. So, but that's a whole bit. Different oh, that too. Save it for another episode. Yeah, I will. All right, that was fun. We got a whole lot more because we got Wooly on the line, who's been very patient and quiet. Wooly, how are you doing over there?
3: All right, I've got a cup
0: of tea, so I'm fine. Oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so Wooly sent over a couple pedals for us, and we were playing around with them. He sent over uh, the Woozy mm-hmm. and the Divvy mm-hmm. and the Sausage Fingers. Yes. Yeah. So um, let's let's uh, let's talk about that first, real quick, because I think those are those are your most recent releases, right?
3: Uh, yeah. The- the Divi, I made a while ago, and I've just kind of done some tweaks. Pre- I haven't released any for a long time, like maybe about a year. So I thought I should probably just bring it back.
0: Wasn't the Divi a one knob? It was, and
3: that's why it was called the Divi, because uh, where I'm from, a Divi is an idiot.
0: <laughs> so okay. it was just I had one massive knob,
3: which just made it louder. Right, and that was it. And then um, people were playing it, but someone, at least one person, blew up their amp because it was so loud. Oh boy! <laughs> so I was like, maybe you should put the master volume back on. So I was like, yeah, yeah. And because I, it started as a harmonic percolator because it's such percolator? a percolator. Yeah, it's just such a simple but interesting circuit that you can do a lot with. Right, and I, I did some stuff with it, and I was like, that sounds pretty good. There's a lot of people who also do that, though. Um, like, yeah, you've got one. Um, Electric Fruits have got one. Dude, I think so many people basically have a harmonic perk-based pedal, and they all sound different.
0: Yes, they do. Like,
3: but that's, really, that's what's
0: really fun about them.
3: Yeah. Um, but I was, pretty about a year ago, um, I was doing fuzzes and stuff like I'd always set out to do, and I kind of realized that like, doing another fuzz... Is kind of like just being like it doesn't matter how good it is. You're kind of just in a room with loads of the people who are going, "Hey, I made a fuzz." Hey, and it's just like <laughs> there's so many fuzzes out there. And like uh, the one that I did, which was the the get the the bloody get was the expanded version. When people buy it, they were like, "This is amazing! Like it's replaced my fill in blank like whatever pedal they were using before." But there were, it's more difficult to sell up because so many people are doing fuzz pedals. So I just kind of like, I dropped off with that and I dropped off with the Divi. But uh, recently, well, I say recently, um, everything takes time. I found that the Divi sounds really good on bass. So from, I've had a bit of pressure from people around me saying, you've got to start making them again. So I decided to start making them again. Plus it's a nice cheap pedal that you know, people can try out and if they don't like it, they can sell on as people do. Right on, yeah. So that's the divi. It goes from like like a crunch, which is um, because I put some of the bits in uh, through to like the kind of octave fuzz that you would normally get from a, a harmonic percolator.
0: Awesome, mm. and that one you did a little bit different. That's the acid etch one.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I still did the artwork, but I've, um, like you know when I, I sent you those ones like, like two years ago, and they were they were all hand painted. That was great, and that's what I was going to do originally. But you can only hand paint stuff and go and spray it in the summer because you've got to like go outside or, or get some kind of cover where you've got enough ventilation to, to clear coat these things. And the problem is that if you're using sprays when it's past, uh, like in Philly, it's probably past November through to about March, it's too cold and the clear coat doesn't go on properly. And it just messes everything up. And if you've already taken a couple of hours to paint the pedal, it's a bit of a, a sad event in one's life that you don't really want to go over <laughs> and over. So why this happening to me? Okay. Uh, so yeah, I just basically started doing the artwork and sending it down to my guy uh Worthy's Acid Etching in uh Texas and he's been doing them for me.
0: Oh nice. That's good. Yeah. Right on. Um you you did mention I wanna hit this really quick for those who haven't heard you before. Mm-hmm. Um, and are trying desperately to figure out what you're actually saying. Um, where? Tell everybody where you're from.
3: I'm from the northeast of England, uh, which I thought would be good to describe, because I'm in America. I thought it would be good to describe as the bit just below Scotland, <laughs> because it's really close to Scotland. Yep. But now people, if I tell anyone that they think that I'm from Scotland, right. and so are like, oh, you're Scottish, and I'm like, yeah (laughs) that's fine fine. i'll do because i don't have like the typical like english accent that people are expecting no so you know um i have had a lot of people who assume that i'm irish as well Uh uh-huh i just i don't bother correcting them because i'm not really not really asked
0: just say you're a saxon
1: (laughs) yeah,
0: <laughs> as long as the check clears, who cares? <laughs> um, now, and and yeah, more uh, more appropriately, you're what is termed as a geordie right? That's right.
3: That would be one hundred percent accurate.
0: And where does geordie come from? What is what is the genesis of that term?
3: No one knows. Or There's actually a few series, but no one actually knows which one's correct. But people from Newcastle and the surrounding area get are called the uh, Jordies. Interesting. Um, and it's it's possibly because of the Geordie lamp, which was used, or it could be because at one time um, there was King George and people from around Newcastle were fans of King George when there was some various splits that so the called Geordies, but no one actually knows. No one can say 100% that it's definitely one thing or the other.
0: Well, uh, if uh, hopefully, you know, I know that we have a lot of smart listeners and we have a lot of people who are really interested in gear and knowledge and, and all the little details of things. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage you to go to YouTube and look up uh, Geordie language. It is... So much fun. And they will run through all the slang terms and what they mean. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, it's really fun. Uh, I, I'm not making fun of Jordy's. I'm literally I, honest. It's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Grab some popcorn and listen to the It's great.
3: <laughs> Did I tell you about um, the story that my grandpa told me about when he was in the war? No. Uh, Cause uh, so obviously he's, he's from like the area and has you know, the same kind of accent, used different words. And he was saying that there was this uh, Geordie regiment, uh, they were parachuting down and they, they came down and they were a little bit off where they should have been. And they were like, started like, get together and they were coming out of the woods and they saw some other, um, they didn't you know they were English uh, troops, and he shouted out, how oh, fellas, do you know where I'm is? And uh, luckily, those <laughs> English people were from the north. Otherwise, it would have got shocked to be in <laughs> German.
0: <laughs> they're, they're clearly imposters. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, boy, um, <laughs> that's uh, that's fun, fun stuff. Uh, so when you are uh, when you're referencing some of your your past and and let's let's also talk about your where you got champion lecky from because i know mm-hmm. that there's probably a few people that don't know what that means so why don't you explain what that means
3: all uh, right so champion uh is just like an exclamation like great or that sounds good to me right i think uh, you know i'm sitting here looking at my tears so i can think about it. so yeah if if i finish this and the wife shouts up like well she's got an accent but i can't do that uh well, do you want another cup of tea I'd be like, i champion cheers pedal right so champion would be the bit of that sentence which is that sounds good to me or oh, great and lecky is uh what's well, thankful like electric right so it's like great electric perfect
1: so it would be a champion would be our
0: awesome yes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, <laughs> yeah uh sadly we won't have captions
3: on
0: the, <laughs> <laughs> the video portion yes uh, uh, or any kind of sign language or anything like that so if you have questions <laughs> just
1: send us uh, send us an email
3: yeah you know when there's like a podcast and they're talking to someone who's like from say Korea or something and you hear them like oh no no and then like it cuts off and then someone just speaks over them (laughs) Uh right are you gonna do that with me (laughs) yeah right well what it is and then someone's just gonna come in my voice is gonna duck
1: we can add just another track and it'll be uh, we could just blend it in (laughs) that would would
2: actually be really funny
0: uh anyways okay so um we've we've got a little bit of that hopefully that suffices everybody that is wondering like what is going on with this mm-hmm. with this chap here um I also i i don't know uh, do you know who you know who scott's bass lessons are, is have you ever heard of that guy Scott. scott's bass lessons
3: I thought he said space lessons. (laughs) I I don't, but it sounds great. Uh, No, I don't think so. Interesting.
0: Okay. He, for those of you who are bass players, or even if you want to tinker around with bass and just learn a little bit about it. Sorry. He has arguably the best, um, I guess, teaching, uh, um, guitar teaching methodology, Uh, um, methodology on YouTube. I, it's, it is so engaging and I don't play bass, but I've listened, I've listened in, I've watched so many of his episodes. Um, he's a great teacher. Uh, it's really easy to understand. He approaches it from a, you know, Hey, anybody coming in at any point in time should kind of be able to pick up what I'm doing. And I think he might be from around that same area. And I'm, I'm not generalizing because I'm pretty, I, I, I can kind of, you know, I can do a fair job of picking out who's from where, but, uh, uh, he actually sounds when I'm talking to you. It, it always sounds like him. So, uh, anyways, go check you out know Scott's Space lessons and learn some bass, everybody.
3: I've actually got a little bit of half baked trivia slash, which also relates to Nam, uh, but because you know Boss released the SY1, which would have been a Nam, I'm sure the little synthie pedal. Yes, yes, yes. right. So you know the. Yeah, because I'm totally going to get one because they just look like, incredible. Anyway, like you see the video of the the kid doing the demos and stuff. His name, I do believe, I probably got this wrong, and I really do apologize. I think it's Tom McRocklin.
0: I Tom think. McRocklin.
3: Yeah, which is an amazing name. But he was in 1991. He was this young kid who was in some Steve Vai. Video, uh, it was something where he was like playing guitar with Steve Vai. No, it doesn't ring a bell. I uh, know,
2: <laughs> no. Okay, no people, bells are people watch mm-hmm. Steve Vai in Steve Vai videos though.
3: Yeah, anyway, there was some, so there's all these vaguely related things that are going on. I'm really trying to express them in some kind of concise manner, but he's from Newcastle. And when I, because in 91, I would have been like 11. Yeah. Um, and one of my friend's friends knew him and I went around to his house and it was just like, oh, this kid like played with Steve Vai. And I was like, oh, but he's going to be, you know, a bit like of himself. And he was really nice. And I felt so bad for thinking bad of him. Anyway, he just did the boss S-Fly One demo video thing, to showcase it.
0: Well, now we all have to go watch it.
3: So, yeah, I hope you appreciate that. I tried that because there was a Nam reference. I did. There was a guitar reference <laughs> and there was a local... Uh, reference. So
0: yeah, we do it appreciate just, that. was
3: um, very smooth.
0: Let, let's let's dive. Uh, let's let's get out of this as fast as possible.
3: <laughs> no, no <tell> us, <laughs> thank you. More. Yeah. Um, so you have no idea how much I'm sweating right now. <laughs> <Us too>. uh, <laughs> um,
0: let's talk about uh, the sausage fingers real quick.
3: Okay. So um, yeah, sausage fingers was uh, something that I'd had the idea for pretty much when I came over to America, which is about three years ago, because it's based on the Boss OC2, okay. and I saw someone did like uh, some fun stuff with it, and I was like, oh, you know what? Like the what it was like my third pedal it was the Boss OC2 after like, the Metal Zone and the Rat. Um, and I loved it, and I was like, I, w- I would love to play with that. So I started messing around. And, and the basso um,
0: c two, just for anybody who doesn't know,
3: is is, is an octave. Right. It's got one octave below and two octaves below. Um, and because you know everyone's doing like digit octaves and polyphonic stuff, and everything sounds nice, I, I did the typical Champion Lecky thing, which is I took it in the other direction. So I basically made it track worse. Uh-huh. So it made it all glitchy. I took out the second octave because it, it, it was kind of being a bit useless. But I put um, like a nice overdrive, pretty uh, transparent kind of plain, just a, a gain boost at the front. Right. But because it's got that, the octave is just like going. Where am I meant to be? <laughs> and it's just going boom, boom blah, 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 and it's just can't keep uh, keep its place. And that's. Uh, something that I like and I try and include in pedals but I've seen people use them with that cutting the octave out and just using the overdrive and it's like a pretty nice overdrive it's not what it's designed for but I'm trying to after that I'm trying to make it all my pedals go from really nice and tasteful through the I don't know what anyone would use this for (laughs) instead of because you know the first two pedals I sent you were just like right towards the end of like I see why some people might like this, but it's not for me. Right, um, and then I've you got something in the, between. Uh,
0: the the bloody gate? no,
3: no, it's the, the fat get and the evil twin, both of which were oscillating. Yes, things. Yes. So they they oscillate. The oscillations just like mess up. Yes, your signal, but it's not it's not a clean, nice kind of thing. But yeah, I've, I've kind of I don't make either of those anymore because I think they're just a little bit too specialized so
1: yeah so on yours yeah. what are what, what are the octaves on yours is it the same as the oc2
3: it's just one octave below uh, but there's a little uh, hack where you basically cut out part of the circuit it's just a square wave oh okay um, and then one of the knobs is where that gates so it either like it, you're just playing and there's nothing there or you can get it so it's kind of like gating funny and it gates differently on the low strings and the higher strings and then if you put it all the way around, then you kind of get like, everything. and then when you're not playing, and it's plays everything with this kind of fuzzy square wave, and then somewhere in between is like a nice gateway you want it to be, so you can get loads of different effects. But I mean, it's not a lot of the stuff that I do is not just for guitar; it's it's for whatever. Like people put drum machines through it, right? And you get really interesting a lot of people effects.
0: Play the bass through the sausage fingers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to call attention to. Uh, Okay, first of all, if, um, if you haven't seen Champion Lecky, uh, or don't know what we're talking about, get over to Instagram real quick and just do a, a quick browse and you will quickly gain a love and appreciation for his work, I'm sure, without even hearing it because he makes, uh, some of the most interesting and fun and unique artwork in the pedal world, um. I want to call attention <laughs> with with your Geordie background, I think mm-hmm. comes a di- also a different kind of sense of humor. Um, and you always bring that to your pedals. So mm-hmm. uh, I just want to talk about the knobs really quick. One is called Meat. And yes. that is uh, mids, the mids boost for the octave. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is called Lard, which mm-hmm. is uh, your octave level, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, span which is uh, the gate for the synth mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a toggle switch called Gristle. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
0: and that basically turns on the, the uh, synth mode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. One. that's right. And you have one called Hair, uh, mm-hmm. which is Gain, which is, yeah, yeah I figured that one out, uh, which also dis, uh, de- destabilizes the octave, which is yes. very interesting. And one called Bone, which is basically just volume. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's the
3: volume of just your direct level.
0: Just the volume of the direct level. Yeah. Yes. Um, so what was, uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. So throw away the manual and just figure it out yourself and have a good <laughs> time. Right.
3: Yeah. Uh, I tried out descriptive names. Um, and I know some people hate it and they're just like, "Can you not just call it gain and volume, but I think it kind of like, I adds a bit of carpet, I, hope, I hope.
0: I think you yeah. bring a really interesting, um, I guess, maybe point of view to the pedal game where, you know, everybody, I think, probably is trying hard to make these things. Um, maybe I don't know if it's serious is the right word, but, you know, uh, they're are They don't get too crazy with everything. They want to make sure everybody understands mm. how to use it make sure it's really effective. Yeah. Make sure it's, it, it does the thing that it's supposed to do. Um, yours is basically like having a rubber chicken for a holster for your gun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, if, uh, if you can imagine a cowboy walking up with two rubber chickens, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, there's a big gun inside of them. Uh, Let's talk about the uh, the woozy real quick.
3: Yeah. Um, so before I even came to America, when I was really just planning out whether I was going to do Tami how much time I was going to give it and, and what kind of things I wanted to build, I had this idea for uh, random vibrato. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, because I like to make things that are not that I kind of haven't really been done or not done to a certain extent or things that aren't necessarily for everyone, but would definitely be fun to play. Right. So I had this idea and I kind of left it for a while because I was like, Oh, I'm going to build this or this one came together and I need to sell this to make money. And then I kind of just thought, this is one of like my really kind of original ideas, but don't do it. Someone else will do it. Mm. And so I started on it and then it became the woozy, so I still haven't done it, but I have the woozy. <laughs> so I was going through all the options for vibrato and things that can uh, change the pitch without going the uh, digital signal processing kind of route. Right. And I found the PT2399, which is in a bunch of pedals. People will know it as I'm doing funny fingers, like analog sound chip. So um, the P- bunny fingers. The PT
0: 2399 two, nine. Two nine nine is yeah. is a chip.
3: Yes. So it's a chip that does delay, um, and people refer to it as like an analog chip. It's not. It's technically a digital dude. That's, it's got an analog digital and digital analog converter in it. So it, it is being digitized, but okay. it has an analog send,
0: mm-hmm. and
3: it's not DSP, which is I think why people get confused.
0: Well, and, and a, you, can you explain what DSP is really quick?
3: Uh, digital signal processing is where you use fancy things that I am totally not capable of doing. And they take your guitar signal and they do fancy computer things with zeros and ones. So think stry- com- Strymon
0: or... Yes, or exactly. Like Caroline <laughs> ...Guitar or, or Not Caroline, <laughs> I'm sorry. Strymon or... Fancy uh, things. Let me, let me say yeah. that again. Think Strymon for that. Yes. Um, and a couple other... Empress, I think, also. They got good it, stuff. That kind of stuff, yeah.
3: Yeah, we like Stripe. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's some people don't like it. I think it's it's pretty good and you've got to be smart to do it, which is why I didn't. So, yeah, I used that one, that the PT2399, because it's a really fun thing to play with and you can do loads of stuff with it. And you know, like, when you play on a delay and you go, with the delay time. Yeah. That's what it does to get the vibrato
0: gotcha gotcha right
3: so i was like oh i'm gonna mess around with that and i mean i think because i sent you like some of the early um schematics and stuff right yes they're all over our wall it's really cool because i remember posting a picture because there's like a a lot of research goes into these things and you look at every single design because choruses are based off these as well and then you've got delays and Everything around it, and well, I think around research a-
0: is a word. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know if it applies to the drawings that we have. Uh, so so I, I built one off of this drawing. That's why it wouldn't work. Yeah, <laughs> ours looks like um, looks like uh, when the waitress comes and picks up the the children's menus off. of the- <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So I think I sent you like version one which has zero science in it and it was just ordained by the gods. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Those always sound the best. Yeah. So um, on on this you have uh another batch of colorful um knob names. So we've got um we've got the hangover, which is a warped tape echo time. Yeah. So that's that's a time for your warped tape. Uh, You have the, um, well, this one's kind of boring. Shame on you. This is the LFO waveform, which changes the modulation Mm -hmm. waveform. Sorry, I stutter a little bit. Um, You have the sway, which is the modulation depth. Mm -hmm. You have the tide, which is the modulation speed. Mm -hmm. You have the dregs, which is the filter switch. What does a filter switch do?
3: Okay, so on so the three white knobs are the LFO, right? Yes. And the two red knobs are for delay. Now, when you turn the hangover like all the way around, it's basic, basically basically as again, it's basically pushing the the chip to, to go at a, like delay times that it can't do. So it's like just tearing like your guitar signal apart and it goes like. And makes horrible sounds like that. Very sorry. Um And that switch basically filters everything out from like seven seven kilohertz and above, mm-hmm. which is, I, if you want to play it, because you can get some really bright chorusy sounds out, just flick it down, it's a bit more warm. Uh, but also it gets rid of some of those if it's like a bit too much. Because uh-huh. when I was playing, I was like, this is great because it goes from like a really, really subtle chorus through to like crazy tape delay, but... Those like screech sounds might be a bit too much, so I was like, oh, I'll just put this in. Just to tame it a little bit.
0: Basically, money penny, you're yeah. tearing my LFO apart. <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Tony got a big kick out. Of that. <laughs> uh <laughs> anyways. Um, okay, so then we have the love, which is volume. We've got yep. cheer, which is modulated signal blend
3: what does that do so yeah the, the cheer is just basically how much modulation you want in there so it's a blend between your clean and your totally modulated sounds uh uh-huh. the thing is when i did it i i didn't do so it goes totally clean because when i was doing it i just kind of thought well no one's going to turn the pedal on to not have any modulation there
0: I, I did. Like, I tried.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's always a tiny bit of that delay slash modulation in there. Right. But it's like really small. Right. It, so it doesn't go like 200% or like 95%.
0: You know? Right. Uh, uh, then you also have your backwash, which is the echo repeat slash shimmer. Yeah.
3: Yes. And it's repeats slash shimmer because when it's doing modulation, so when the, the hangover is like basically off, it's just pulling your signal in a very small way, which, which changes the pitch. Mm-hmm. So, there's no real big delay time, so when you crank the shimmer, those repeats just may go ah, mm-hmm. Because it's not like bah, 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 Right. Because it's such a short time. Also, I found that um, pretty much on any waveform. If you turn the speed all the way up, and then you turn the repeats, the, the, that shimmer all the way up, then it sounds really nice you get some really weird kind of uh, sounds out of
0: it. It's worth mentioning too that on your LFO waveform knob, you've got eight different waveforms. I mean, this pedal can do a lot. Yeah. Maybe too much. Uh, And just for everybody who isn't familiar, will you describe what an LFO is?
3: It's a low frequency oscillator. So basically with any modulation, when you've got like say chorus, you're putting your clean signal and another signal together and you get them where they're slightly off and you get that sound from that. The LFO is, the, the speed of it is very, very slow. So it's going like, oh, oh, which is where you get your chorusy sound from. right? Oh, if it's vibrato, then you don't have your clean signal in there, so your signal's just going uh, uh. right. But it's an oscillator that is telling something else what to do at what rate.
0: Gotcha. So sometimes, if you've got a if you got a modulation pedal and you uh, you turn up like the speed and the rate is already way up or something, then and you leave it there, you can hit a chord and it'll start. It'll sound cool, and then it starts to go absolutely crazy to where you're like, I got to turn this thing off because it'll just sort of, sort of start to go into infinity. That's mm-hmm. like when you get like full blown oscillation.
3: Well, that would be on a delay though.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, not on this one. This one goes full blown crazy, no matter what you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about, can you tell me a little bit, is there any significance be- behind the artwork? You have a, one of my favorite little drawings, the, the, skull, the skeleton man in the boat.
3: Yeah, so originally the art was going to be <coughs> this uh, Japanese thing called the, uh, what was it, Umibozu. So Umibozu, Umibozu.
0: Um, um, Unibozu? <laughs> <laughs> what? Umi? Umibozu. umibozu.
3: Umibozu. Yeah, umibozu. so Umibozu, okay. um, I can't remember the story exactly, but it's basically this massive sea monster that is a monk and it just capsizes boats and it wants um, alcohol or something. I can't remember. That's, uh, that's I mean, one, one even monk. That is. But yeah, It's, uh, <laughs> it's this uh, great Japanese um, mythology. Oh, yeah. And it was, again, it was like the, because I wanted the, the concept of this to be like being at sea and drunk. And that was like perfect. But there's another company, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but they have, the Umi Bozu in their pedal art. Oh. And I try and it's just a small company, but I try always to not do something that someone else has done. Sure. Like as much as possible. I know like some people don't care, but I really try and be original with everything that I can do. Sometimes it's impossible, but if they've already done that, then then kudos, they got there first. So I went back um, and it was just it's there's actually a pedal with the same guy but i hand painted it and that was in the very very early days of Champion and lecky when i just did like some kits and sold them where basically i was working out how to hand paint stuff and how to like sell stuff and all that and i was like i'm just gonna start with some kits that was like a few years ago and he's off that he was off one of them and i was like oh yeah i'll just use that because my friend was saying just use that uh because it's a good idea and i eventually listened
0: Aha. Uh-huh. So I want to just throw out another big hurrah and props to the pedal that I have on my board, and Jared has one too, which is the Fettle Boost. And I think you, didn't you say you stopped making that?
3: Well, um, I made, again, like in fairly early days when I was getting my own designs together, I made a few. And it's, a, it's an original, circuit. So it's just a very, very simple kind of stripped down, try not to do too much with it and get it sounding nice and clean boost overdrive mm-hmm. type deal. Um and then I was thinking like, well people don't really associate this with what I do, so I might just not bother. Um and then when I sent you those pedals and you're like, have you got anything a bit more sensible? Um, <laughs> and then, then and then you tried it and you're like, this is actually pretty good.
0: <laughs> I love that pedal.
3: <laughs> well this is the thing because everyone who I, I've sold about oh it's less than ten easily but people try them because I sometimes take it to like shows and people try them and they buy them Yeah. and people get back to me and they're like, this pedal is always on like this pedal is on my board and like they love it. So I've decided I'm going to start making them.
0: You should, you should part of what we do on the show. uh, I think hopefully is we create, we help to, at least foster affinity for for the brands that you may already like or may be curious about. Sometimes there's brands that we really, really like and we don't even have their pedals just because we like what they do or what they're about or their guitars or amps or whatever it is. Champion Lecky, you you know, Wooly, you've got a you've got such a great brand aside from just the pedals. And it's one that I think at least I do. And I know a lot of others sure do uh, really like the brand and what it, what it represents and the fun and the, um, you know, the artwork and everything. But, you know, maybe everybody's not ready for a Sausage Fingers or a Woozy, yeah. but I'm telling you, that Fettle Boost is a really special pedal and it is always on. And I play pretty straight ahead stuff. I don't have tons of modulation. Um, I use that to power uh, the my SNK uh, CMO Sludge, which is a, like a sun preamp kind of thing. And it sounds, it doesn't sound like any one pedal that I could get. Those two combined, and I use the toggle on it too for different guitars. So I switch between a couple of different g- g- guitars, and um, and I and I go between the the switch that that has the high pass and the low pass and everything. So mm. when those come out, do us all a favor and just make sure that you know it. Let us know. Get it on if you can put it on the group. Yep. you guys got have got to get one of these pedals. So
3: you, you know what is even better that I've just remembered that I really should have written down to remind myself of. You know, Xander, uh, yes. the other Brit, we were planning to do something together like last year. Oh, and then um, we kind of started getting stuff together and then I, I forgot about it, which is entirely my fault um, because I was doing some artwork uh, and then things happened in moved House and then I kind of went, oh, hey, sorry about that. And we've actually, we're getting on with it now. Really? And it's the, my part of the pedal is actually a pedal boost. Oh my gosh. And yeah. we're only going to do a very small number
0: minus but one, I,
3: <laughs> but I, I will send you one.
0: Brilliant. I love it. Thank you. We will put that, we'll, we'll give it the run through. Um, I love Xander stuff. We've had him on the show. Uh, for those who haven't heard uh, the Xander circuitry show, please go back and give it a listen. I'm sure we'll have him on uh, again in the next couple months. Cause he's been putting out tons of stuff and uh, he's really, really ramped up his brand and his offerings. So I'm very excited that you two are both working together on something. I'm really excited about that. So uh, now aside from your own pedal building, and your mm-hmm. awesomeness that you do, you are very busy outside of that. Can you talk about that at all?
3: Um, legally, I don't think I can because I might get deported. Oh, well, like Oh, wait, the other thing.
0: <laughs>
3: um, I do do a lot of work for um, other companies and small builders, I don't want to name any names oh, just man, in case that's, people that's, that's cool. are uncomfortable with, you know, because obviously everyone's trying to build their brand. And when people do make like handmade pedals, you know, when someone's buying it, sometimes they're like, oh, it's, you know, handmade pedal. And it is, but maybe it's not made by the exact right. people who, you know, and it's just oh, I- some people can look on that negative. So I don't want to name any names, but I do build a lot of pedals for other people. People yeah. contact me regularly and like, Oh, I heard from so-and-so that uh, you built some pedals for him. Can you do sure. some of these? I uh,
0: think, you know, we, we've brought this up on the show a couple times before and I, I completely respect the, you know, not naming names thing. Mm-hmm. I think hopefully, um, you know, our listeners understand like it's not, it's not sort of a, a weird shady, like, you know, you're shipping it off to some, foreign land to have unknowns make it it's like you the the pedal community is utilizing the strengths of each other to yeah exactly. uh, to make things better and to to make sure that they're able to get product out without having to send it off somewhere to have them all built somewhere else um yeah and and, and it's usually you know as we understand relatively community based you know it's not like uh, yeah for
3: me this the work that i do is all for small builders in fact i think you've had at least two of them on your show
0: maybe maybe not
3: or maybe not <laughs> i may be like uh, but yeah they're all kind of like <laughs> <laughs> smaller companies you know like boss isn't sending me no stuff to do i mean um, they could be who knows it's <laughs> possible and who knows yes uh, um yeah and i do some like pcb design as well for right. people um, and it's that's great though because it means that like some of these brands because a lot of people because I just do this, but a lot of people you know they have a full time job and they do it or they just do that but they can't build enough pedals which is fantastic right and so you know like yeah it's very much community based thing it uh, is
0: yeah. and I would I would look on it like you know a lot of people such as yourself you can't necessarily afford to hire on full time help or anything. Yeah, and who yeah. better to turn to than somebody that you trust in the community? That's that you know you. If everybody's kind of leaning on each other for that, yeah. you're getting top level builds, um, uh, and it's maybe even more f- amazing fingerprints on those uh, on those builds. So
3: yeah, I mean the thing that you have to remember is not everyone can do everything. So for example, like I get I do the artwork, but I don't acid etch. Right. Or screen print my pedals. I send them off. There's a, a lad in Philadelphia who screen prints my pedals. Yeah. I will sometimes hand paint them, but I can't do that all the time.
0: Yeah. So oh, your I'm, early, I'm... Your early runs were all hand painted.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I quickly realized that, you know, like, people aren't going to spend the money that I should be charging for them all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, there has to be, like, more affordable options of the Yeah. You should out. make, like, when you do yeah. when
0: you do uh, new pedal runs, like, you know, do a, do a couple of those. Make them, because they're, they're special.
3: Yeah, I've actually got a few enclosures prepared for them, but I'm just being too busy to, to do it, unfortunately. I mean, it's a lot of fun, and I do like doing it. But, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of people who are great at designing pedals, but they're not necessarily great at soldering. Yeah. And so like fair. people often just send me a bunch of pedals and like, can you make these? And that's literally all I do, is I just put the components in and make sure that they're soldered properly.
0: Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's an interesting uh, kind of perspective on it because i mean it's it, same thing with guitars there's you know uh there's a lot of builders who are like yeah i'm amazing at making necks but i i just i'm terrible at uh finishing the bodies so they send mm-hmm. them off to get painted you know yeah, yeah by somebody who's really really good at it you know so mm-hmm. anyhow uh so what's uh what's coming up for champion lucky
3: Ooh, so um yeah, I'm going to do some Fetal Boosts, I've decided. Uh, so there's that and the Divi coming up pretty soon. Woozies are going out all the time because um, it's a pretty interesting pedal and, and people are enjoying those, which is great because it's paying the bills. Long term, um, I've got a fantastic idea for another pedal that I really, really want to get on with. Um, and it's a, it's another modulation pedal, but it's probably not going to be ready until next year.
0: Are you going to call but, it the Pudding?
3: <laughs> i am now <laughs> it's uh, it's gonna be called the skitter the what the skitter this
0: the, the skitter skipper yeah the skitter, skitter. oh skitter skitter skitter. Skitter. Skitter.
3: <laughs> skitter. skitter yeah and i've got the graphics designed and everything i'm really excited about it but i've just been building so much that i haven't attempted to to make them like conceptually, it's there. I just need to are, are, get on the bread. Can you give stuff.
0: us a tiny taste of what that it might be? I don't.
3: want, well, I, I really want to tell you, but if I say it and then someone else is like, "That's a great idea," and I've got time to build that, and they totally might make fair. millions of it. Totally fair because no one's done it. Is the thing. It's. I'll tell you. You can hardly
0: contain yourself. I'm so excited! (laughs) It's your idea, Dan. Does it involve LFOs? (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) Actually, the LFO that's in the Woozy is the same one that I'm going to be using for this pedal, and I, I have to say that the LFO is one that I discovered. I didn't design it. It's by a small company in England called Electric Druid. And I yeah. found it and I was like, I, I don't need to do the LFO because this is perfect. Right. So, yeah, again, like, you know, in terms of designing what goes into stuff, I did everything apart from the LFO. Yeah. But that's part of the research. That's part of when you're designing something like the the months that go into these things is finding the best way to do something. Yeah. And sometimes that means that you don't do it yourself.
0: Yeah. I like that. Good thinking, man. I, well, boy, we are uh, excited now to hear what's going to, what this new thing is. So we look for that future. That'll be great. Uh, So, uh, well, dude, thank you so much for hanging out with us and, you know, catching up and having fun. Um, I hope everybody gets a chance to check out champion. Leckie on Instagram and uh, on your website and get yourself a Champion Lucky Pedal. Uh, In the meantime, we've got uh, we've got something from Jared, but I want everybody to make sure they keep listening because we got a little something special after this.
2: Oh, that makes me even more excited. Cliffhanger. Yes. Yes. Hit us, big boy. But before that, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Would You Rather
0: That was missed in the last couple episodes. Oh, I liked the last one the best. Did you? (laughs) Oh, man. All right. The dirge. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, instead, we're going to talk about right now. Oh. So this one comes from Ron Lister, or Leister. Okay. It's L-Y-S-T-E-R. Okay. So I apologize. uh, If I mess that up, I probably did. So here's the would you rather.
0: Unknowingly. And this is really well, cool. Are you are you, you want to read the, the bit first? Oh, yeah. Let's read the bits. Yeah. So hey, He sent a nice letter. He sent a days. nice
2: le- And this is what he wrote. Been totally binge listening to the knobs lately. One of the things I absolutely love about your show are the segments, especially. <laughs> Would you rather? Which, is all, which always grabs me from the get-go. Here's my suggestion. By the way, our band is now called Volume Knobs, inspired by the volume creep we experienced during our sessions. Thanks for all the great information and inspiration. So, no, thank you, Ron, for listening to us. And we do this because of people like you. So without further ado, (laughs) unknowingly, and I love this, a time thing, you pass through. A time portal that takes you into Abbey Road Studios. That's right. Abbey Road Studios, where Jimi Hendrix, Jeff Beck, and Jimmy Page are jamming. All three at once? All three. Wow. legendary producer, George Martin, greets you. Hello. He says, hey. (laughs) Hello, Governor. (laughs) You're just in time. (laughs) We're about to start recording. Pull up a chair in the booth, and you can chat with one of these... Uh, blokes while the other two jam.
1: I don't think George Martin ever used the term bloke, no,
2: or governor. <laughs> I believe you. However, would you rather a chat with Jimi Hendrix while listening to Pagey and Beck jam, or jaw with Jimmy Page while Hendrix and Beck play, or oh. Oh, it's a three-way. Oh, this
1: this is is a this this is a first. This is a
2: first. It's a one-off. Or C. Sit and talk with Jeff while Jimmy and Jimmy, both the Jimmies, both the Jimmies, light it up. James Page. Yes. So, what do you mean by light it up? That's my question.
0: Well, what do you think? (laughs) Anyways, play uh, guitar. (laughs) Okay. This is so wow. we saved this one for you because I know you how much you love classic rock, Jared. Wow, yeah. uh, this is a big one. This is a big one. This is a really great question. So this would have uh,
1: we're assuming this is all in the same era. Is that correct? Yes, so this would be like nineteen sixty eight ish, something seven seven at eight, Abbey Road. Seven, eight. Okay, maybe. yeah. All right, so so Beck is post uh, Yardbirds. It, it
0: let's not complicate these. I issue. just want to
2: <laughs> they're I, all jamming I, I gotta,
0: around.
1: They're all jamming there.
0: and that's it. they're just it. there. They're in their pajamas jamming. Yes. That's <laughs> it. It's a pajama jam. I love it. The pants off, dance off. All right. That's yes. right. <laughs> Tony. Wow. That's you know, I think I would probably
1: I think I would I would I would chat with Jimmy. Hendrix. Which one? Jimmy Hendrix? Jimmy yeah. Hendrix. Okay. While Paige and uh Beck yeah. were were jamming because those two, there was a short period of time where I think both Beck and uh Paige were in the Yardbirds. So, they were. And uh yeah. they I thought they always the guitar stuff was always really good. And of course Paigey was always just a studio sure. Crazy yeah. man. Yeah. Crazy man. Uh so I think and and I you know, I think uh CNS both page and and uh beck are still alive jimmy's gone so yeah. it'd be fun to chat with him that, that's through a my great time,
0: perspective time portal yeah
2: jared i he took he took exactly what i was gonna say you know for all the same reasons must too. be all that time we spent together R- right so, now. so <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't
0: you wouldn't want to sit and talk to your hero i want to talk to Jimi hendrix because he's gonna die no, not be, we don't know that there's a time portal. No. We don't, you might be able to save him from dying. Yeah. Because if you alter history slightly, don't yeah. do that. Then you mess up the space time continuum. That's correct. Wow. It, I don't know, man. It depends you, how the uh, time flex capacity You're going to leave a penny working. on the, uh, you're going to leave like a penny on the, uh, on the, on the mixing board from 1980, from 19. Wait, what, what year are we? We were in 2018. 20- <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Todd, Todd just came back through the portal <laughs> I, <was lost. laughs>
2: no, I, I, I have to be totally honest in my opinion I think Jimi Hendrix out of those three are probably the most he's probably the most um, influential and one of the biggest pioneers so I would definitely I'm going to talk to Jimi Hendrix I think he also has the, uh, the easiest to understand accent okay
1: uh
0: Wooley. it was really cool man woolly how about yourself
3: um sorry i'm really trying to hold it together because as soon as done, so i've done so i mean, see the, the three that stood there like you know just chatting away with like pajama tops on guitars covering their parts but then like no trousers on really casually having a chat and then it went really chaotic and there's all this time travel and i was like oh maybe it's a at then time to change the future. I could take one of my pedals and then.
2: <laughs> well, I think I think it would. I, I think
1: you, this is potential for new uh, new pedal art. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, draw that, would you? Okay, what do you choose? So,
3: so I would I would go for Hendrix. I would chat with Hendrix because here's a fun thing. Again, I'm not going to link this to Nam, but I'm going to link it back home. Um. He used to, he kind of got famous in the UK right, first, totally. right? Yeah, yep. But do you know who it was who took him back? Took him Took him back? Took him back to the UK or took him to the UK because we're not in the UK. Uh,
1: Chaz Chandler?
3: Yes. And do you know where he's from? The UK. He's from Newcastle. Ah, from Newcastle. And, ah, yeah. and apparently, Jimi Hendrix used to bus on Chillingham Road, which was like right where I lived. No wow. kidding. So yeah, I would probably have some some good banter with him about that.
0: Wow, that's, that's pretty cool. That's I, really, I, that, yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's very cool. Interesting. Okay, so you're going to chat with Jimmy. Definitely. Okay. How about you, Todd? Oh, man. See, this is this is the conundrum because. Of the three players, I, I am I favor Jimmy Page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I want to be in the same room, kind of like the, You know, anybody that watched um, it might get loud mm-hmm. as soon as he picked up the guitar. Like time stopped, even for you know uh, Jack and the Edge in the mm-hmm. in the in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, you could tell. So I would love that experience of going wow he's playing right now on the other hand i would also like to talk to him that might be weird i think anytime you end up trying to talk to people that you know like oh man i'd really love to have conversation with them ah do you ruin it so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with and there's no disrespect to jeff beck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which hasn't seen a lot of love here. No, I'm going to say with Jimmy too, because I think he would have been a great conversationalist and, and just yeah. chilling and just talking. And he probably would have been, you know, looking on in, in admiration at these two dudes as well. And then I would get to watch Jimmy page do his thing. And that would be amazing.
1: <laughs> well, here, true story. I actually did this and I took with me a Led Zeppelin box set and I gave it to, to Jimmy page.
0: What? This really happened. What are you talking about? I went back in the time. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, and that's how he got the idea to re-release the vault of all his stuff. Oh, that's genius, dude. That's what I did. And How the West Was Won. You're welcome. Right. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) You're welcome. Oh, what a stroke
2: of of imagination you have. (laughs) I think uh, if you asked the same question to Jimmy Page and Beck, they would both want to talk to... I mean, I think they would choose Hendrix over, you know... Each, Each other. other. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Pagey might want to talk to himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, <he> probably <laughs> did. That's true. I don't want to talk to any of them. I yeah. got work to do. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that was a really fun one. Thanks for sending that in. Great. If you out there have a would you rather you'd like to send us, we would love to read it on the air to, to say it, to do this thing that we do. Uh, so before we get on too farther, Champion Lecky the brand via woolly the man has a little something for us
3: yeah so um, what we're gonna do is i'm gonna keep one woozy aside for whoever can color in the most bestest
0: all right so Yay! you've developed uh not unlike the drawings that, that we've shared on our instagram you've developed a coloring page yep. based on the woozy
3: it's based on a bunch of my art. It's
0: based on a bunch of your art, which is crazy pants.
3: Yeah. But it has got the little woozy guy in there.
0: Yeah. And it has some sausagey stuff too, doesn't it? Yes. 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 (laughs) Yes. Is there any haggis in it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So what we're going to do is you're going to download this uh, blank coloring page uh we will have a when when we post this episode um well you will have you'll be hearing it right now so if you go to our website there will be a promo at the bottom uh you can click on that promo and it will send you off to download this and it'll be like a PDF and you got to print it off you got to color it you got to take a picture of it and then you need to post that on Instagram and you will have instructions on what hashtag to use. That's the, that's the way we're going to do it.
1: Excellent mm-hmm. idea. It doesn't sound complicated at
0: all. No, you just <laughs> gotta download the piece of paper, color it, and take a picture of it, and what well, is it there? On your is Instagram. there a specific medium that you have to use, or you? you no, can you, use, you could use no. meat if you want. Oh, you meat <laughs> sausages. Yeah, be creative, and you will win yourself a woozy that's excellent uh with a nice little card handwritten from uh from woolly i've seen it it's very nice champion contest champion contest so uh don't worry this won't be the only way that you'll this will be on our instagram it'll be on champion lucky's instagram you mm-hmm. will yeah. know how to do this i promise it will not be complicated you will have fun and you will win a pedal yes if so your if art is your selected art as is best in selective, show. Well, it's going to be selected at random. Oh, it's Just like your random. name. Your entry is your art. Oh. Oh. Yes, we're not going to judge on who's is best. This is not? Because this isn't grade school. We're adults, oh. and we don't need to be judged any more than we have in it our sh- entire life.
2: I think it should be scrutinized and judged harshly. Yes, it, it can
0: be, but your entry is going to be <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait! I name. got it! I got it! We can have a judge at an elementary school by an elementary student. <laughs> <laughs> we can have an <laughs> elementary school art teacher <laughs> judge. <laughs> <laughs> I got a better one. Let's
1: go through that time portal uh, and yes. let Jimmy, James, yes. and Jeff judge yes
0: that's uh, what we're gonna do a little bit of acid first and then no <laughs> yeah. okay so uh that'll be a whole lot of fun when this comes out and you're listening to it so hooray for you you have the chance to do that now so make sure you go to the guitar knobs.com yes you'll see a promo at the bottom for this click um you can also go to uh champion lecky uh, mm-hmm. yep. and wh- where can they get you where can they what's the uh, website there buddy
3: so it'll be championlecky.com. wow so lecky cool. is about start- L E C C Y.
0: That's right. Champion L E C C Y. You can go to either one of those. And if and if you just can't figure it out and you're like, I really want to do this, just you can direct message uh myself or or Wooly on on Instagram. Absolutely. We want to help you. We want to enable this. We want someone. Have your kids do it for Pete's sake. Yeah, that would be even better. Right? That'd be great. Or do it, just set, you know, the other thing you can do is set an uh, alarm for like 4.37 in the morning and have a box of crayons right there and just do it right then and then go back to sleep and see what happens. Use three crayons at the same time. Do that. All the things you can do. Wow. Barbecue sauce works well too. All right. Uh, Tony. Yes. Hit us. With what? (laughs) Patron's st- list. oh the yes.
2: list my favorite
1: sec- segment this is my favorite segment yes. uh <laughs> this <laughs> so at this point in the show we like to thank a special group of people who tony baloney these would be our executive producers oh yeah and they help Bring this show possible. That's Make this show possible. They sure. bring, bring it possible. They, they bring yeah. it possible. Yeah. They I'm, bring I'm all kinds of shoes. I'm speaking <laughs> Jordy now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you might be sitting there saying, well, what's an executive producer? And how can I, me, become one? Yeah, that's right. It's very simple. Much like the contest that we just described, mm-hmm. you can go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Did you get that? patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. You get there, and there'll be various levels that you can participate in as a patron, patron on Patreon. But each level has its own perks. We'll call them perks this time. That's I right. I sometimes call them prizes. We'll buttons call them perks. and stuff. Barefoot buttons, picks and stickers and T-shirts
0: and stuff like and, that. And I'm going to butt in real quick. We've had a, a couple people that don't choose a tier and they just fa- they just say, I'm going to do this much. And wow. we're gr- so grateful for that. Anything.
1: We appreciate it. Yeah, it keeps the we, lights on. We really on. do. And, well, the air conditioning really isn't running right now. but no. uh but that's okay. That's a different story. So, at the executive producer level, in addition to all those great perks that you get, you get Jared. Have, you get to have your name read on, and that's what I'm going to do mm-hmm. right now. That's yes, right. So, without further ado, mm-hmm. without further irritation to Todd, without further notes coming towards me, Tom Barazin, Martin Cliff, John Daly, Sean S. S. Chris Kearney. Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Brad Partridge. My personally favorite carpenter. Corey Nigro. From Boston. He's wicked good. Uh, Ken Sayers, Jonathan Jerusic. JJ gave us his four yes, on the sir. floor earlier. That's right. Thank you. Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Michael McVeigh, Rick Langloo, <laughs> Stefan Lam. Johnny Knowles, Anthony Lanthrop, John England. Tyler Bray, Tig Harmon, Chris Heidel, John Esterly, Tim Nowak, and Doug Gann. Thank you, each
0: and every one of thank you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank
1: you, thank we you, appreciate thank you, thank you.
0: And we fool around a little bit, but we really do thank it you. It means a lot to us. We wouldn't do this if it didn't. That's right. So, Tony, where can people find you? Let's <laughs> say so you need a special
1: pick guard. Or maybe some screen top pickups. Those will be coming soon. Yep. Uh, go over to pickguardian.com. Uh, eventually, you'll be able to go to screen pickups.com too. Mm-hmm. But we'll save that for another episode. Yes. Um, and just, you know, shoot me an email, get a hold of me, take a look at some of the things I've done. If you go over to Instagram, uh, it's uh, Pick Guardian and the number one. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Jared?
2: Well, if you are in need of some really cool pickups, um, just send me an
0: email, Jared at Brandon Pickups dot com, Brandon Pickups dot com. They sound awesome. I get asked about them every single show I do. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Willie? You
3: yeah. know, you still I, it? I, uh, <laughs> um for all the stuff it's just at Champion lucky. Perfect. So I mean apart from Twitter. But um if you are looking for any of my pedals, I tend to do stuff in like batches nowadays. So if you're looking you can't find stuff, just contact me and I'll let you know when a batch is coming. Perfect. Uh, you often have to be quick.
0: Perfect. And when possible, I would just suggest this. If you can buy from directly from the builder as opposed to um you know other other places let's just say that um especially at discounted rates or used or whatever try to support the builders if you can you can send me a note todd at the you can also direct message me on instagram uh we love your feedback we appreciate your notes and um we are, are grateful that you are supporting us so All right, everybody. Wooly, thank you so much for hanging out with us, man.
3: Thank you. It's always a pleasure, Louis.
0: Yes. We'll do it again soon, I'm sure. Everyone else, have a great guitar week and
3: subscribe! Yeah! (laughs) Yeah!
1: It might actually be
0: cheaper to box yourself up and ship yourself FedEx. Yeah. (laughs) We'll let you go. Um, we got to go get food because these guys are looking at me like I'm a, I'm a, a hot dog. You're looking a good, Todd.
3: <laughs> you know how you do like the bits at the end where you like cut them and, and slice all the bits went wrong?
0: Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our
3: instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time